The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. Leaping from the prophetic pages of the book of Revelation, the four horsemen of the apocalypse have become well-known icons in the Western world and beyond. These harrowing riders have established themselves within our combined cultural consciousness. But they aren't just meaningless metaphors. They represent a prophetic vision of terrifying events that lay just around the corner, which will engulf the entire world, including you and me and our families. If you want to understand the prophecy of the four horsemen and what you can do to prepare for their terrifying ride to come, then stay tuned. Greetings and welcome to Tomorrow's World. The last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, contains a prophetic vision given to one of Jesus' disciples, the Apostle John, which he faithfully recorded almost 2,000 years ago. In that book, one particular vision of four horsemen, commonly called the four horsemen of the apocalypse, has captured the imaginations of many for centuries. The terrifying events symbolized by these horsemen are indeed events that will happen during the lifetimes of many of us living today. But what are they? What do these symbols mean? In order to begin to understand, we first need to come to grips with the prophetic book that contains the vision, the book of Revelation. Later today, I'm going to offer you a free copy of one of the most popular booklets we have ever published, Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled, which will make this mysterious book come alive to you as it never has before. Be sure to be ready to write down the phone number, website, or address that will be shown on your screen so you can request your copy. Now, in the entirety of the Christian Bible, few books grab the imagination and challenge our ability to understand, like the book of Revelation. A book of strange beasts and symbols, tales of horrific destruction and suffering, warfare between spirit beings and divine punishment, the book seems almost beyond comprehension to many, Christian or not. Consequently, many Christians avoid the book of Revelation. But Jesus Christ says in Matthew 4.4 that we should live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And that includes the book of Revelation. In fact, God promises blessings for those who attend to its pages. At the very beginning of the book of Revelation, God promises, blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. Jesus Christ doesn't want those who claim to follow him to avoid this book. He wants us to understand it. And believe it or not, it's not as hard as it seems. While we don't have time on this program about the four horsemen to go through all the principles that you'll uncover in our booklet, Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled, a few key principles will make a big difference in our discussion today. For instance, consider key number three from that booklet, knowing the purpose of the book of Revelation. Many think that the book of Revelation is simply 
allegory or metaphor without a particular meaning or purpose in time and space unconnected to events to come. But this goes completely against what the book itself says in its very first verse. Let's take a look at Revelation chapter 1 and verse 1. We read that this book is the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants things which must shortly take place. Jesus Christ is showing his servants the future, history written in advance. Actually, as we document in our booklet, the book of Revelation covers the entire span of history from the first century through our time, including the days just ahead, leading up to the return of Jesus Christ in majesty and even beyond that. Remember key number three from the booklet that we're sending you today. We must understand the purpose of the book of Revelation. Another vital key from the booklet that we'll need is key number one. Christ is the revelator. Whose revelation is this? Again, how did the very first verse of the book of Revelation begin? The revelation of Jesus Christ. You know, a lot of Bibles out there title this book the the revelation of St. John the Divine or the apocalypse of St. John. But that's not correct. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. And if we have questions as to the meaning of any part of it, Jesus Christ should be our source for answering those questions. As Revelation 19.10 says, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Wouldn't it be wonderful then if we could just ask Jesus Christ directly to explain the details of the end times and the events preceding his return in plain language so that we could understand the more symbolic language that he inspired in Revelation? Well, actually, we can. In three places in Scripture, we have Christ giving the details of end-time prophecy in plain language. In Matthew 24, in Mark 13, and in Luke 21. In these three places, the end-time events that Christ describes symbolically in Revelation are described not symbolically, but plainly and clearly. Let's take a look at one of these instances in Matthew chapter 24 and verse 3. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Now, that's exactly the question that we want him to answer for us. Let's take a look at his response. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. You'll hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There'll be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Note here that Christ lists some things to watch for. In order, massive religious deception in Christ's name, that is, religious leaders using the name of Christ falsely, great international conflict and war, famines and pestilences with earthquakes. He then soberly notes that these are the beginning of sorrows, the beginning of times that will cause 
all of mankind horrific sorrow in every corner of the earth. Unlike in Revelation, where Christ speaks in symbols, here in Matthew, the same Jesus Christ speaks plainly. So with these things understood, we're ready to look at the infamous four horsemen of Revelation. But first, let me take a break to offer you one of the most powerful booklets that we've ever offered here on the Tomorrow's World program, Revelation, The Mystery Unveiled. There is so much more in this prophetic book than just the four horsemen of the apocalypse. And Jesus Christ wants those who follow him to understand it, not to run away from it. Our absolutely free booklet makes these prophecies plain. In the center of the booklet, we even have a clear and easy to follow chart that will lay out for you the details and timeline of events pictured by this unique book of the Bible. Now, some of you out there have already paid good money for books on prophecy by modern preachers, which frankly are full of a lot of ideas of men and political guesswork. This booklet, on the other hand, is absolutely free. And unlike those books, this one will give you the biblical interpretation of prophecy, not some preacher's best guess. The booklet is already paid for. We just want you to have it. Call now. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back. In the first part of today's program, we laid some groundwork to allow us to tackle our topic, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Who are they and what do they symbolize? In Revelation chapter 6, John sees a scroll that is sealed with seven seals. Anciently, seals of wax or clay were used by kings to ensure that their writings were read only by someone who was authorized to do so. Well, in John's vision, Jesus Christ is the only one found in all of heaven or earth who is worthy enough to break the seals that God has placed on the prophetic scroll so that their contents can be made known to us. Again, Jesus Christ is the revelator. Of the seven seals, it is seals one through four that reveal the four horsemen of the apocalypse. We can now begin in Revelation in chapter 6, where Jesus Christ, symbolized by a lamb, begins to open the seals. In verse 1, we read, Now I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow. And a crown was given to him, and he went out conquering and to conquer. 
Now here is a vision of a white horse whose rider is wearing a crown and holding a bow, intent on conquering. Now some have believed that this rider is symbolic of Jesus Christ himself, but my friends, it is not. Now one reason some may have concluded that this is Jesus Christ is a later passage in the Bible in Revelation chapter 19, verse 11. Now I saw heaven open and behold a white horse. And he who sat on him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness, he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood and his name is called the word of God. And the armies in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with it he should strike the nations. And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now that this writer in Revelation 19 is Jesus Christ should be obvious. But is this the same writer as the first horseman in Revelation 6, the one with the white horse, the crown, and the bow. Now, there are similarities to be sure, but are they the same? In fact, they're not. Remember, the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. Recall that in Matthew 24, Christ warned first of all about religious deception performed in his name churches and teachers claiming to represent Jesus Christ and using his name, but who don't actually represent the true Jesus Christ. This horseman is merely a deceptive counterfeit of the true Christ. They seem similar at first, but then when you think about it, you begin to notice subtle differences. Christ had a sword, but this rider has a bow. This rider wears one crown, but Christ wears many crowns, not only as king, but as king of kings. In numerous places in the Bible, Christ condemns those who preach in his name, calling him Lord, Lord, but who do not actually do the things he says. In particular, Christ speaks of a future false prophet, a man the apostle Paul calls the man of sin and the lawless one and whom the apostle John calls the Antichrist. Did you know this counterfeit Christianity has been vigorously at work since the first century and is powerfully present around us today? But it will become a matter of life or death in the days of this horseman just ahead. Now let's move on to the second horseman described in Revelation 6 beginning in verse 3. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, come and see. Another horse, fiery red, went out, and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth, and that people should kill one another. And there was given to him a great sword. The arrival of the second horseman indicates a climactic time of warfare and destruction and unrest on a devastating worldwide scale. Picture in your mind the terrible conflict that this world has seen already. Man has never been so inventive as when he has applied himself to the destruction of his fellow man. 
From the horror of nuclear weapons to today's threats of dirty bombs and chemical and biological warfare, and the ability of a small number of people to kill hundreds of millions has never before been so terrifyingly real. Jesus Christ says in Matthew 24, 22, that in the end times we will have the potential to destroy all life on this planet. The second horseman represents a time when that potential begins to become the reality, including the rise of a military power on the earth such as the world has never seen before, a power and a leader often referred to as the beast of revelation. This terrifying beast, the destruction his presence will bring and the devastation he will cause are discussed in more detail in our free booklet. But the tale of the horseman does not end here. After global religious deception in Christ's name and global warfare and destruction come the third and fourth horsemen. Let's turn again to Revelation chapter 6 and read about them. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse. And he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and the wine. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on it was Death, and Hades followed with him. Now, as before, we see here that these two horses line up well with Christ's plain description of end-time events in the gospel. Back in Matthew 24, Jesus told us that after religious deception and unprecedented warfare, famine and pestilence or disease are to follow. These are what Christ pictures by the third and fourth horseman. The third horseman, riding a black horse, pictures famine. Holding a pair of scales in his hand, he announces that a quart of wheat cost a denarius, which in the first century was a full day's wages spent for the purchase of a bit of grain. What we have pictured here is the scourge of famine sweeping the world when even the most basic of foodstuffs, grain and barley, are rare and precious. Virtually all of us have seen gut-wrenching scenes of suffering around the world where there are too many people and too little food, where children and their parents wake up not knowing if there'd be any food to be found that day for them. And even as I tape this program, North America is being ravaged by a growing drought as crops wither on the ground and cattle are slaughtered simply because there's not enough to feed them all. Christ reveals a coming time when the entire world experiences climactic famine and want as it has never been seen before in the history of mankind. Then comes the fourth horseman riding his pale horse. His rider represents disease and terrifying illness. In a world savaged by the previous three horsemen, disease will run rampant. Even in our world today, Diseases thought long gone like tuberculosis and malaria are staging a comeback, but in new medicine-resistant forms. What will be the impact, ultimately, of these horsemen in the world? It's estimated that the bubonic plague in the 1300s killed around 25 million people. 
And the Great Leap Famine of China from 1959 to 1961 killed 20 to 40 million people. World War I and World War II combined together killed more than 75 million people. So what of the end time ride of these horsemen, representing the climax of those terrifying forces among men? We see their impact described in Revelation in chapter 6 and verse 8. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beast of the earth. Over a fourth of the earth are nearly two billion people. The picture of the times just ahead revealed to us by Jesus Christ through the iconic images of the four horsemen is a grim one. But he tells us for a reason. What can you and your family do about it? Is there anything? Before we discuss that, let me take another opportunity to remind you of the booklet we're sending to viewers today absolutely free, Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled. In this free booklet, you'll find not only the four horsemen, but the entire book of Revelation laid out for your understanding in a way you've never seen before. This booklet is one of the most popular we've ever published. In the center of the book, you'll find a chart that explains the exact end-time sequence of events in the book of Revelation from our day today through the return of Jesus Christ in order and with explanation. Contact us today to get your free copy of this amazing booklet that has already helped thousands of people just like you. There really is no cost or obligation. Call or click today. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back. You know, friends, there's always been famine and disease in the world. The world has known warfare for most of its existence, and religious deception has always been with us, even in Christ's name over the last 2,000 years. But the time is coming when these conditions will climax in a scope and in power in a way that is almost impossible to imagine today. The first four seals will be opened. The cumulative horror of the four horsemen will be unleashed. And the human race will have seen nothing like these things before since the very beginning of mankind. And yet, Jesus Christ tells us that he will provide a way of escape from these things to some who are on earth here today. Protection for those who are faithful to him, walking with him. Again, Jesus Christ says that we and our families 
can escape the horrors of the times ahead. In Luke chapter 21 and verse 36, he commands us to watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Yes, we can escape these things. In fact, for those who are walking with their Savior, not just listening to his words, but living them and striving to obey them, then the times coming are actually signs of hope. For as he says in verse 28 of the same chapter, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. We must remember that there are actually five horsemen in the book of Revelation. We already read of the glorious fifth horseman earlier in our program in Revelation 19. And that fifth horseman is Jesus Christ. He will bring to this devastated earth the wonderful kingdom of God when he'll rule alongside his saints for the benefit of mankind for a thousand years. Gone will be the religious deception of the first horseman. For Isaiah 11:9 says that the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Gone will be the wars of the rider of the red horse. For Isaiah 2.4 and Micah 4.3 say that the people of the world shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation. Neither shall they learn war anymore. Gone will be the famine of the black horse and its rider. For the world will be rich with food and abundance. And gone too will be the fourth horseman and his sickly horse. For we are promised by God in Isaiah 35 verses 5 and 6 that during that glorious reign, the eyes of the blind shall be open and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the dumb sing. I hope that you will watch as the living Jesus Christ commands. I hope that you will pray that God may so work in your life turning you if you need to be turned from vain and false worship to the living God and his ways that you may be counted worthy to escape the destruction that is coming to this world. And I hope that you and I both, that we'll seek with all of our hearts that fifth horseman to be a part of his church, his work, his faith, and his way of life, that you may be part of that glorious reign of Jesus Christ in the kingdom of God when those four horses are finally put out to pasture. Please don't forget to order our free booklet, Revelation, the Mystery Unveiled, and understand the awesome prophecies of Jesus Christ. There are additional prophecy resources on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. And of course, right here. Please tune in next week as my fellow presenters and I here at Tomorrow's World will endeavor to continue teaching you the powerful truth of God's word and the life-changing hope of his coming kingdom. You won't want to miss it. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.